Estate planning made easy. This is The Strong Room on 770 CHQR, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. It's time to start planning for tax season. You can't wait until next March to get ready to file. You need to put your tax planning in place this fall. Think about it this way. You spend your professional career building your estate and don't plan for ways to keep it intact. What happens if life throws you a curve? You could see what you've spent a lifetime accumulating lost because you didn't have a tax plan in place. Plan now to attend a Macmillan Estate Planning Seminar. The next ones are in Calgary on Wednesday evening, October 17th. Or you can attend a seminar in Red Deer on Wednesday evening, October 24th. Go online to register at macmillanestate.com and learn more about the estate planning process. Or call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464. It might be the best 90 minutes you could invest in your financial future. Back with you on The Strong Room. I wanted to finish the conversation with Canadian Medical Association President Dr. Gigi Osler and talk a bit about assisted dying and about personal directives. You are in charge of your life plan. These are important questions to consider. Assisted dying. It's been a huge topic in this country for the last decade, I guess. We have now a little bit of experience with it. Uh, I wonder what your reaction is, either in your capacity as president of the Canadian Medical Association uh, or in your capacity as a doctor who may have some practical experience with this new reality. So speaking as an ENT surgeon... Um, I will say that I have no firsthand experience with any of my patients uh, requesting made medical assistance in dying. And it still is a complex issue. And you'll probably hear me say over and over again through my term that many of the healthcare issues that we are facing as, as Canadians are complex. And made is particularly complex. We're still learning from our experiences both here and certainly in other countries. Uh, Belgium comes to mind. Um, and it, it is something that is, and it's a discussion that we're continuing to have and we're continuing to, to learn from, uh, both from our patients, from families, and from our physicians who administer MAID. And everybody who goes through this in terms of either the patient or the family has something new anecdotally to contribute mm-hmm. to the exercise that is going to be a positive regardless of what the, the opinion is. It's going to be an important piece of, of data uh, for the ongoing research that I'm sure is being done on this subject. I agree. I agree. And you know, we have to continue to listen and learn from everybody's experiences so that we can make sure that we are uh, respecting people's choices and yet still... Um, safeguarding uh, those who are making those decisions. And and dealing as well with the membership, which has as broad a range of opinion on this as Canadians as a group. It does, it does. And, and it is um, a very emotional issue for some. And so we respect all the opinions that we're hearing from, from both our patients and our, from, from our physicians. Is there anything that you can say about personal directives uh, from the point of view of a doctor? 
I mean, do you appreciate when you have a patient who has one in place? Does that uh, help in any way in terms of the treatment that can be prescribed? Personally, I do. I think it is incredibly important for patients and doctors to have those conversations. I think it's important for patients to have those discussions with their families, uh, particularly before someone gets sick or someone gets admitted to hospital or before someone has a terminal illness. And so for me personally, I think knowing that someone has a directive is important for me to know. And I'll look through it. We'll talk about it. Again, in my experience as an ENT surgeon, most of the surgery that I do is elective. And so not for life-threatening things. But I have had patients come in to surgery and have their personal directive. And I respect that. And we talk about it and say, okay, well, this is how I think things are going to go. And if this happens, this is the way um, I think we should proceed. And if there's any critical points... Um, we're going to talk about it uh, again. And so for me, that directive is all about open and honest communication. And the earlier it's done, before you get sick or ill or injured, the better. Dr. Gigi Osler is president of the Canadian Medical Association. Now let's hear from Macmillan Estate Planning Sherry Macmillan on how families plan for health care as part of good life planning. One in four families either have some sort of serious illness or addiction. And, you know, it's interesting because when families come in, they're fearful to disclose it sometimes because it's such a private matter. However, I assure you, as an estate planner, it's in almost every family. Um, so we have a lot of issues around depression, um, and now we have more diagnoses with, you know, bipolar or ADHD um, and addiction. Addiction has become really rampant in our society today. Um, and I also forecast potentially with some marijuana, we'll have future issues in estates. So, you know, when you look at those particulars, what you don't want is you don't want to jeopardize the well-being of your child that is suffering or weathering these situations. And so we build what we call a protective trust around that child's needs. So um, one child that we're helping a family with, they have an addicted child uh, to gambling. So the worst thing we could do is give that child a bunch of money all at once because we know where it will go. And so what we've done instead is in the gift or the inheritance to the child, um, we are going to purchase the home inside the trust for the child. So they can't sell it for gambling or mortgage it, which is going to be important with this particular issue. Um, the next thing we've done is we've created a monthly income stream, but we're also going to do things like buy grocery certificates and from the trust pay the utilities. And so he'll have very little uh, wealth from the point of view monthly to blow gambling. He'll have some but he can't blow up the entire inheritance. And so we're building in that protection. In addition, we put in there that if he seeks any kind of counseling or treatment, uh, we'll pay for it all. 
and you know we want to encourage his recovery. So you can see how creative you can be around real life circumstances if you do appropriate estate planning. And we need to because these are uh, societal issues that we face in the community. It's common, it's normal, and it's our responsibility or stewardship to care for those that aren't able to care for themselves. And when people are in this type of illness, whether it be mental illness or addiction, they can't care for themselves. And so I always tell families, let's plan as if you were here. Let's assume you're here, your child is suffering from this or your spouse, how would we help them? And then we design accordingly. Um, So don't assume you're gone and we don't know what to do. Assume you're here and then we craft the estate design around the design that you would do if you're here. So many parents would send their children for you know, addiction treatment, for example. Well, then let's put that in the plan. Um, Others would say, I'm not going to uh, give the child a lump sum because they may go take a, a dose of drugs and die, and I'd feel like I enabled the child. So, you know, these are all real-life practical dynamics that we have to attend to. Um, But the great part is, Peter, you're normal, it's common in society, and we have solutions. And so we can protect your family members that are suffering in these ways. I think the, uh, the point you've made in the last few minutes is how individual an estate plan or life plan can be for a client. You have a bunch of templates that you have used over a 20-plus year career in this. And, and some of those can be applied. But there, isn't, there aren't two estate plans that are exactly the same. And you, you take what the family dynamic or the family situation is. You take some basics in terms of protecting assets, maximizing wealth, and minimizing tax. And then you build a plan around it that is unique to that client uh, and that addresses all of the particular needs, wishes, and requirements that that client has. I think that's very true, and I'm really proud of that at McMillan, that we actually have never built the same estate plan twice. It's impossible for us if we're doing it right. We want to look at each individual and their needs, because we all have strengths and weaknesses. And so, you know, sometimes, Peter, I have a gentleman who says, I've never been interested in the finance. My wife has handled it all my life. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone. Well, then we have his wife support him and we craft it as if she's still here. Um, You know, there's all kinds of co-creatives and that's a unique uh, design. And then they have the next family who their child went abroad. And so we have to design very differently because of the jurisdiction the child has chosen to live in. So we're all dynamic. We all own different assets. Uh, we all have our own personal s- strengths and weaknesses. You know, I, I myself am very philanthropic by nature. And I think, you know, what would be my weakness when I'm elderly? Well, it'd be I'd give all my estate away uh, to charities and realize I haven't protected myself in the end. So, you know, I build in according to my personality because you have to. It's who you really are. And so I'm very proud that McMillan gets to know our clients appropriately. And then we can actually encourage you to steward in a manner that will be effective. That's Sherry McMillan, head of McMillan Estate Planning. Learn more by checking out the McMillan website at www.mcmillanestate.com. And make plans to attend one of the upcoming seminars to learn more about this topic and to start the process of putting your life plan in place. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.